Dusty Bender Podcast, episode 77, Chance Watson and Taylor Wells coming at you, sensually. We are a month older from the last time we did one of these. God, halfway to death. We are really, really just knocking it out of the park right now. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and then, and then you know, even tonight, uh, stepped in dog shit. I had my own shits. I've been mm-hmm. shitting out last yesterday's lunch for the entire day. So um, it sounds like you you made a poor diet decision yesterday. Oh, every day, every day. There's not a day that I'm like, you know what, salad. Uh, <laughs> you know, I don't even know. Maybe what that I is. should add some veggies in here. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> I'm like, I'll take six burgers, and I don't don't even worry about the fries because you know. Throw them on the burger. And yeah, I'll, I'll put them on the burger. I'll dip them in my beer. Mm-hmm. Fuck. <laughs> and just keep them coming. They better be bottomless. Beer's got vitamins. I, I mean, kind of, right? Kind of, sort of, sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. Kind of vegetables or something. Sort of. Probably. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I'm I don't not really... a dietitian or a nah. health coach or... I don't, I don't ask questions about my beer. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not like, hey, you know, hey, what's all in this? I'm just like, yeah, stick it down here. Oh, oh, I'm familiar. Hey, drink this. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, Number hopefully five. there's hopefully there's three roofies in it. At least three roofies. <laughs> At least three roofies. Jesus I did watch it. I did watch a pretty funny golf video. <laughs> it was like a scramble, so it was a tournament, and some team somehow slipped some roofies in this guy's beer, and so he's trying to like he's trying to golf with it, and it took him about five minutes to line up the ball oh fuck just just a just a beautiful video oh my god that's fucking hilarious oh god uh so i've been feeling my I, the reason i haven't been available is i've been watching shorzy back to back to back to back to back to yeah dude have you even left your house no this week no it's just been one continuous stream i can, i now i know every word for heart um <laughs> fuck it's so good it's so good like it it takes like Letterkenny is all about being like varied, you know, like to to reach every audience. Nah, mm. Letter Shorzy's just this is for hockey players. <laughs> and ironically, it does re- like I've had people, I've had people that like don't really watch hockey or anything like that watch it and be like, "Dude, you seen Shorzy?" Oh, <laughs> like yeah, I've seen Shorzy, dude. What do you think? Dude, it's <laughs> so fucking good. I was so it's skeptical. Perfect. I'm like a fucking show about. Like one of the most asshole play uh, characters from the first show. Like, okay, this is gonna be terrible, and it's just so fucking great. Oh, it's beautiful. Ted it's Ted beautiful. Hitchcock, or should we say Ten Inch Cock? Ten Inch. Uh, you know what's funny about his name? <laughs> you say it real fast. It sounds like Ten Inch Cock. <laughs> and then uh. the, the last episode, which she's she goes, ah, Shorzy, and uh, the other guy's name, uh, fucking Twelve Inch Cunt. <laughs> Ted Hitchcock, of course, he's just like been called worse, boys. <laughs> oh shit! That guy does a podcast, huh? Yeah. No, yeah. no, no, no. So the thing I sent you is cameo. Yeah. So like we can pay him to say shit. Oh shit! Right. So we could pay him money to be like, this is fucking Ted Hitchcock. Welcome to the Dusty Bender podcast, boys. Oh. Yeah. All right. So Ted, so Ted, Ted oh, Hitchcock's going to be on Oh, the next shit. One. Guest appearance right now. Here we go. St. Louis Blues aficionado, Devin Lewis, on the line right now. Oh, boy. Damn, don't put me on the pod right now. I'm still still haired after the Blues lost. 
Oh, the Blues <laughs> lost. We hadn't even gotten into it yet. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, get in in 30 seconds, Dev. Give your give us your analysis of the Blues loss to the Colorado Avalanche. Uh heartbreaking but not disappointing. Lots lots of lots of hope there, right? Uh, competed against a team that no one else can even win a game against right now. You think uh, you think Kadri took out Binger? I mean, you, you can only speculate, but you know, once a dirty player, always a dirty player, right? Mmm, just gotta feed in the lumber, boys. But you know, he's uh, he's also out for potentially the rest of the season. Uh, you know, karma of the day, Take, taken out by one of the other most like uh, dislikable players in the league. Uh, crazy enough, yeah. you, uh, you can't simply don't believe in karma. You think you think the Blues win that series with uh, with Binger in? I think you can't deny they they definitely had a better chance with them in. I I don't think you yeah, could 100%. doubt that. Wells, yeah. you could you think you could doubt that? Uh no, it's more of a series for sure. Yeah, I. The man, the man was hot. You got to give him that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yep. absolutely. All right, Dev, I'll I'll, uh, I'll give you a call back later, but before we let you go, uh, finals pick, what do you got? Uh, I'm hopeful, uh, you know. I, I, I said I was going to root for Tampa over the Avs, but I, I got to root for the Avs, I think. Tampa, they can't win it back-to-back-to-back. To back to back, so. Ooh, all right. I got Avs in seven. Abs in seven. All Ooh. right. All right. Lock it in. Lock it in. That's not a bad pick. All right. All right. Uh, Blues. Blues aficionado. We'll we'll chat at you later. All right. Thanks for having me on. I'll do you fucking schmuck. <laughs> <laughs> Go buy some fucking diapers, you loser. <laughs> All right. We'll see you later. Holy shit. All right. Guest call. <laughs> Guest appearance on the show. Devin Lewis Ugh. calling in. What a beauty. You know I. I gotta, yeah, we'll we'll jump into that, but uh, yeah, the, the the kid just bugs me for freaking fantasy <laughs> winnings. And if I get one more, like if we let him win one more year, I'm, I I swear to God, I'm folding. I just can't do it. I or will, I'm a, <laughs> I will fold this whole fucking league. <laughs> just delete it. I will for sure no, quit not from even, being the not treasurer. Not even quitting the league. You're like, I just fucking delete it all. Just explosion. <laughs> just just email Greg and see how I can get rid of my entire fantasy league. <laughs> you think, you think Greg Wyshynski runs the fantasy hockey? <laughs> oh, yeah. He's way too fucking... Poindexter-y to not oh, do it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He fucking rolls those sleeves <laughs> up and fucking runs it into the ground, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he literally he messaged me and he goes, hey, man, I hate to bug you, but I got to get some diapers soon. Yep, it's like, a... oh, man, that's life now. <laughs> God, he is so fucking terrible. Oh, Never it's... again. Especially... I'm going to stop. We got to fucking cheat somehow. So yeah. Win again. Yeah. Fuck. Okay. Um... Yeah, we got, we can't let that happen happen again. Um, we can we can adjust points. We can make it happen. Yeah, just shave off like one or two every day. There's no way he would know. <laughs> he would know. He'd fucking know. He'd fucking know. He's he, he's the guy. He's the guy who asked us for more goalie starts in a week. He doesn't even know how to use a calculator, dude. Come on. Oh shit. <laughs> 
Okay. Oh, no, uh, we we've got we've got so much to get to. Um, oh, yeah. I, I honestly don't remember. The, I, I think we were just starting the second round. Does that sound e- right? That sounds right. Yeah. I think we were just starting the second round. Um, all of our predictions pretty much fell through. Yeah, shit the pool. Um, the Florida Panthers uh, decided to Florida Panther. Well, God, yeah. Um, Bobrovsky decided that. Oh yeah, uh, I actually am not good. Yeah. Um, I think honestly, I think what it came down to is coaching. Hmm. Um, th- I, like there's a lot of X factors here, but like Torts or uh, uh, not Tortorella, fucking Quindle. Cooper, Cooper. Oh, Cooper. Um, yeah. Cooper just outcoached Burnett. Like yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't even close. Um, I think that uh, it, it. I mean, it's they were just better in every way. That was um, a sweep, dude. Yeah, it was just it, a and gross, it was grimy sweep. Right, like it was. It was like a. It, it felt very reminiscent of like Colorado and Nashville, where like yeah. Florida was just there. Like they were happy they made it to the second round, and they were gonna concede to the Lightning. Butts and seats, man. That's all they were worried about. Yeah, and even then, that was like a fucking struggle. I know it. So apparently, like they were taking shit the whole time because that building was like super quiet. Um, I don't know. It's just sad because you know me. I, I I'm a softie for non traditional markets. I want I want hockey to spread, um, but you just can't do that with uh, with fuck. Look, I mean, you know, Minnesota Wild, the most aggressively mediocre hockey team in the NHL, and they have no problem packing that place right because it's it's traditionally where hockey's played so you know you gotta have w's in non-traditional markets to keep the fans there and like i i mean this is obviously progress but you think they keep burnett uh i think he gets a i think he gets a 20 game run next year i'd have to i'd have to look at his contract but uh, uh, he's he's done. Like he's got it. He has. Oh, to be, really? He has up. to be renewed. Yeah. Oh shit! I th- I think that that case no. He's. I think he still had the interim status. Yeah, I think in that case no. Just with some of the the names that are in the market right now. Mm, yeah, we should. Okay, let's let's go through at least the second round, and then we could talk a little bit about coaching. All right. Um. So yeah, the Florida series. I, I mean, there's almost not much to talk about it. Fuck! It was just so sad. Like yeah, that just was quick. We we were. We had the potential to have some of the two best like battle series, like well, and we did with the Battle of Alberta. A um, mm-hmm. little surprising on that front, I think, but um, wrapped up a little quicker than we all thought. But um, yeah, like we were promised Battle of Florida, Battle of that, and the last year's Battle of Florida was fucking epic. Right. So it's just it it sucks that somehow the wind just came out of Florida sails. I don't know. Oh, you know what it was, dude. I watched some. I, actually, I watched all those games. So the- okay. What was, um, what's your take? And I hate to I hate to agree with this man, but uh, Biz talked about it on on one of the broadcasts. Ugh. Their their power play was just disgusting, dude. It was what I, I don't think they even scored a power play goal. No, I, going back, no, no yeah, yep. But uh, and then watching it, like watching them play, like they had uh, Huberdeau was on like was up top, so they're running kind of an umbrella power play. And Huberto is on, if you're facing the net, on the left side, which he's a left shot. So he can't one time. He's mm-hmm. literally, he like, he's stuck to the wall. Like, I just, and then and then you had, uh, and then Giroux was on the other side, and I think you had, uh, God, like Ekblad or someone up top. But it was just ugly. Like, it just looked so sloppy. 
Um, you know, and and yeah, they just they couldn't get anything going, and they looked they looked fine five on five, but you know that took so much out of them, right? Like you have to. I mean, one of the only ways you're going to beat Vasilevsky is on the power play. You right? think you, you think can... the problem was that they kind of they they pulled the old like throw our best players onto the power play, and that's our best power play. Not they went with the best players, not the right ones. Uh, I think Burnett got in his head. Or whoever's running that power play. Okay. So I, I think you're right. I think I think that's exactly what they did is they threw they threw their, you know, what should be their most offensive players out on one power play and just hope, you know, hope that things would fall in line. Here's but what it looks like. Yeah. You keep talking. Their, keep talking. their structure was just god awful. Like and, and, and to you have to switch something up, right? Like literally they just they went for, with that same power play. It felt like, you know, for the whole series and it just wasn't fucking working no and you gotta you gotta cycle it you gotta maybe maybe throw a bump guy in the middle or something but they just they pretty much just stuck to their guns and accepted the fact that they were gonna get beat especially when nothing's working and you haven't had gone that long um oh yeah i don't like this at all hornquist on the first power play which on it's funny you say that because he honestly was one of the only players that impressed me a little bit in that series. I, I mean, I'm sure he was a battler, but like on right. the ice with Ek, but I don't know. I would have moved some stuff around. I I would have probably replaced Hornquist and maybe even Ekblad with uh with uh, fuck. I'm thinking maybe like Sam Bennett and Duclair. Yeah, I could have done that. I mean, so would that have put him at five forwards? Yeah, but fuck it. Yeah, when I mean, you, when you haven't scored, when you haven't scored a fucking power play goal in over like forty games or whatever ridiculous number it was, like try something. Yeah, I, it's just it's crazy to me. Yeah, and and I think I think you, I think you nailed the head on. It just it seems like just uh, immaturity, but not no. You know what I mean? Like just lack of skill from Burnett. I think you know he they, the power play was just clicking all year to yeah. the point where you know he he kind of was carried right like you know that team was so offensively oh, gifted what happened to Mackenzie Weaver why isn't he on for I know he he took a lot of shit from Florida fans he did oh. not have a good playoffs um, he, according fucking, to them well when Colton scored that goal with like three seconds left or whatever I think it was game two okay he it was all him he yeah. literally pressured a guy as his other defensive partner with three seconds left in the fucking game behind the net and left his guy out front. It was brutal. It was some fucking like, you know, God, it wasn't even beer league. Like there's guys in beer league that play better defense just by sitting out, standing out front and letting shit hit them. I was like, dude, this is, this is brutal. That's rough. So yeah, they just, they deserve to lose that. But normally Uyghur is like, you know, like he's, he's usually, he can be a power play quarterback. Right. Where right. he can move the and puck I, around, and I think I think that I think that's the perfect storm as well, right? Ekblad coming back, sure, because you want him to play in all scenarios and things like that. But he 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 himself looked a little rusty. But Weger did just fine all year on that top power play, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, um, you know. So I, I think I think Burnett just that kind of Weger, said, and that's you know what. But you're trading like everybody knows that Mackenzie Weger is an offensive defenseman. Right, and he's going to give up like that. That's his, you know. Like you don't take him off of the only thing that he's like you know he's good at. And so okay, we could we could hound on that. The last thing I'll I'll say on this is uh, so that that Ben Chirot Chirot trade is uh really bad, hilarious. It is so bad. Uh, it, how long is he signed for? 
think the reason that they got him was because he was UFA, unless he re-signed. Oh, God. I hope that he is. Canadians will attend 50% of his salary. He's in a final year of a three-year deal. Okay, well, there's there's at least that. Hopefully they don't re-sign him. Um, mm. That is he he was bad (laughs) he was really bad um and especially especially for the position they put him they put him on the top mm -hmm. pairing yeah that is pretty ben chereau is not a top pair guy no that's pretty nuts yeah I, i honestly like i don't know i i wouldn't have messed with that team too much no, you know they, they walked in. They walked in with some success. They won the fucking president's trophy. Right, like I, you know, I, I, I probably would have. That, that honestly, Florida might have been a candidate for me to stay, just stay pat at the deadline. Yeah. You know, I, I think they kind of had the team going in, but they, they really just they got really worried with Ekblad still out. They wanted, That's they exactly wanted, what happened. they wanted to pull the Tyler Toffoli thing where like mm. when, you know, we even talked about it when Toffoli got traded, it was like, Ooh, that's a bit of an overpayment for Tyler Toffoli. But he came in and did what he was supposed to do. He became, you know, he was right. the equivalent of like a 20 or 25 goals, goals, goal scorer. Right. And that's what they paid for. And that's what they got. Yeah. It's a little overpayment for, for that, but it worked out. Well, no, it didn't, but, yeah, well, uh, yeah. Oh, that's oh, I do I do remember now because our last episode we were talking about Calgary and Dallas still not wrapping up, right? Um, which, I watched quick, all of that game. Which one? The game, game, game seven? seven. Yeah, yeah. Uh, real quick, this is this is hot news. Yeah, uh, Philadelphia Flyers offered John Tortorella head coaching job. Oh, okay. Let's just we'll just dive into coaching stuff because it's Ooh. more recent. Um. <laughs> That okay. First off, that's a really bad idea. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's a really, really, really bad idea. Oh jeez. Uh, Torts is going to make a rebuilding team even worse. Oh man. Uh, I don't understand why anyone would hire that man. Uh, because that team is in a rebuild now. Like once you sell off Giroux, Giroux, you've you, you've essentially accepted that you are rebuilding. Oh yeah, board check um, the summer before. And you're gonna you're gonna bring in the coach that's most known for like not getting along with young players, for stunting his young, talented players' growth. Yeah, yeah. He's he's and and for being a dick. Like the only thing oh, that yeah. make that makes sense is yeah. Uh, most Philadelphia Flyers fans are scumbags, and I honestly don't mean that in a negative way. Like it's almost like a badge of honor. Like yeah, yeah, we're a bunch of pricks. <laughs> And it's that was like a all right, more Boston. Yeah, it was kind of a little more Boston than Philly, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, I give thanks. It a thanks. Anyway, B plus. Yeah, the, but they they take pride in being pricks, and uh, and I guess Torts fits that bill. But fuck, I he was in a better position with the Blue Jackets, and he couldn't make anything happen. What the fuck is he gonna do with the Flyers? You think that fan base is gonna enjoy him? essentially ragging on the fan base no no that is gonna that is a (laughs) recipe for disaster and philly yeah philly is gonna be like a last place team next year oh 100 percent. but that's next year is not a bad year to do it so you think uh you think carter hart's out of there oh god i hope not man well honestly yeah i mean if the kraken want him it could it could be a situation where I, I I think I'm not ready to write off Carter Hart, but I don't I think his time in Philly is done. I think he needs an he needs a change of scenery, and I think that 
all of the weight of the world was put on his shoulders before he was ready. Yeah. I mean, fuck, they threw him in at like 21, dude. Yeah, and it was and it wasn't like a throw it in and you've got a capable backup or, you know, like it's hey, uh if you don't do well, the team is bad. Yeah. Uh, it's, so, it's just a lot. I don't so know. He's 23 right now. His debut was 2018-19. So he debuted at like 20, yeah, 21. That's, that's just Holy fuck, dude. It's young to be leading a team. I mean, not, I, I'm not saying it can Especially be done. From a, yeah. Especially but, from between the pipes. Yeah, I'm not saying it can't be done. Like you've got young goalies out there. Ottinger, holy shit. You could yeah. there's there's an argument to be made that he was the best goalie in the playoffs and he didn't even yeah. make it out of the first round. Yeah, it's just crazy. It's unreal. Yeah. Um I, I mean this is what guys do though. I mean you think about some of the top goalies right now, Vasilevsky, fucking Shesterkin, yeah. uh, you could you know, I I'm not ready to throw Ottinger in there yet, but like you you know, next year he does something anything close to what he did this year and Right, right, right. You know, um, hey, here's, here's, do you know where Carter Hart played his, uh, junior hockey though? No, where, where's that? Everett Silvertips, mm. man. So he yeah. could, I mean, maybe a little reunion. He had a, had a pretty nice record, uh, his last year up there in Everett. Well, so. they're going to need somebody because didn't Drieger out for like seven to nine months? Someone said the entire next season, but Shit. I, I don't know if that's the timeline. We'll see. So they, they got to have some, they got to pull in some sort of backup. They got to figure out something because Joey Cause Dacker's Joey. not going to do it. Oh, fuck. God, that he's, would be a nightmare. He's huh? bad. Yeah, he's real bad. So, um, yeah, they're going to need somebody. Otherwise, they might as well just write off the other seat the next season, too. I mean, oh, Grubauer, Grubauer can't play much worse than he did last year. That's so, true. Like, it's up from here, hopefully. Right. It's hopefully it, it, there's there's no way that he could play be any worse. Um, so maybe he has a bounce back year, but I don't know. We'll see. Hold my beer, Chance. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, now, just... now, now shut, just shove it up my hoop. Um, yep. Fuck. Yeah, that's that's not good. So torts. we'll see. We'll see. Um, back to torts. Uh well, no, we can stop talking about Torts. Let's I, get over that. It's just bad. It's just, it's just a bad move. I think that Torts is not a good coach. Mm-hmm. Um, at, le- at least not anymore. You know, I'm right. not going to say I, he's fair. always been bad. I, I, I just, I feel like the, st- the the play of hockey, the style of the game, and like the mentality that you have to have to get your team to play for you. Like, old, you know, old-timers getting canned left and right because, you know, in exit interviews, you've got, you know, players that are saying like, yeah, he's lost the room. Right. Like Bruce Cassidy. Like like Bruce Cassidy, which, perfect segue. Let's talk about that. So, yep. after shit-canning Pete DeBoer, we now have Bruce Cassidy. He was unemployed for a whole eight days after the Bruins let him go, unexpectedly. Yeah. Um, and without warning. Yep. And then he was picked up very quickly by the Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah, I'll let, I'll let, you, I'll let you take lead on this one, and then I'll okay. kind of throw my two cents in on that. Okay. Um, obviously the, uh, the Golden Knights tested waters on a lot of available coaches. Uh, they, they definitely talked to, uh, our old, our old buddy, uh, coming out of, uh, coming out of the island. Buddy, pal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, kicked a lot of tires, uh, yeah. cause there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of coaches out there. Um, apparently, you know, like when, when Bruce Cassidy became available, uh, you know, it seemed like, I, I guess, man, they were like, oh, he's the perfect fit. Yeah. Um, I don't. I, Bruce Cassidy. What did he do before Boston? Uh, he's with their AHL. Okay, so he's he's grown up through the Boston system. 
Yep. Um, I mean, looking at his success, I think it, what his high watermark was Stanley Cup final. Yeah, a couple of years ago now, huh? Oh, against St. Louis. Yeah, I yeah. think it was Cassidy behind the helm. Right. No, that was his. That was yeah. That was his high watermark. Yeah, I think so. I don't. I don't think he's got any cups or anything else under no. that. Um, certainly wasn't there when they when they Char was on the team. Um, yeah, I I don't. I don't know. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that looking off of what Bruce Cassidy did with the Bruins, uh, I think that he's he's gonna be an improvement over DeBoer, but I don't know by how much. Um, I just I don't know what I think he'll bring a little more stability. He'll calm the drama on the team a bit because um, it, it seems like he's not a big fan of that. Um. But God, I just I don't know if you're getting I don't know if you're getting too much of a change of style with this. Yeah. Does that make sense? I I think I just just kind of reading some of the comments of why why uh who is it Sweeney, whoever the mm. GM over there is in in Boston. Uh yeah. reading reading into kind of what he was saying about Cassidy like, you know, it, it, he runs a good tight ship kind of like Trots, right? Like he just kind of, mm-hmm. you know, kind of bullies you into defense and shit like that right sure um which you know could i mean could very well be good for for uh for vegas and we've kind of talked about that before that maybe that's kind of uh you know obviously it doesn't play into you know fuck what is eichel sure. gonna request another he, trade like it's it's shown i mean based on like how boston is played and if you can take that style and like pl- try to apply it to vegas like it it might be promising that he lets the stars with a little more room you know, in, instead of instead of forming the players to play his system, he lets them, you know, be good at what they're good at. Uh, which, if that is indication, maybe Vegas could use that. Right. Um, you know, we've seen we've seen the the misfit line go from the top scoring line to a shutdown D line. Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe that's not the best idea. Maybe maybe a guy that okay. William Carlson will never score 40 goals again. Oh, God. But. That would be impressive. But the fact that the guy's not even a 20-goal scorer now is concerning. Yeah. Yeah. So when you've got, you know, you, you've got the likes of Riley Smith. Like, that misfit line was 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 the top line. Like, it was the top line for the, those early years for Vegas. Um, and I understand times change. But at the same time, like theoretically that should be your left and your right hook not a one and two so i don't know i i think that he'll calm some stuff down he might be a little better with with the the nutcase situation that is the goalie tandem um i think start like certain stars will flourish a little bit uh he's just he was you know he leaned on the perfection line a lot in and he's not afraid to do that Whereas I feel like uh, I don't know. I feel like DeBoer was kind of kind of scared to to rely heavily too much on one line. So, um, or or let certain stars do certain things uh, instead of playing more into his system. So we we shall see. Uh, I overall I think it's an improvement. Mm. I, just, I just don't know how much a one. Yeah, I think I think with Cassidy, what you're getting, I mean. Sh- I feel like he can use his players a little better than DeBoer. 
Okay. Right. So some so someone goes down. I I mean you know Boston had some some ups and downs this year even, but sure. Um, you know what team doesn't I guess, but right. Uh, you know so but like you know say someone like Stone or Pacioretty goes down. I I feel like I, I just have more confidence in a guy like Cassidy to kind of step What's up a... and 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 you know fill some of those roles with just some of his players that are already on the team. But off the uh, top of your head, how was uh how did Boston's power play rank in like overall? Did they have one of the top power plays in the league, or did they? I mean, the pack? I mean, with Berge and and Martian and Pasternak and sure, you know, and and McAvoy just kind of shooting bombs at the top. I mean, yeah. it's it's so. I mean, maybe and that maybe that's just you know the talent that you've got, and that's an easy like any dumbass could put those people out on yeah, the for power play. But but Vegas desperately needs a re-energized power play like it is it was atrocious coming down the stretch well honestly a lot of that probably you know i wouldn't be surprised if they had a designated power play guy like i know the ducks have a designated power play coach oh yeah there is there is a yeah there's an offensive coach and a power play coach or a special teams coach um uh, granted i know we like to harp on vegas and they've got like it's you have to you have to always qualify that with like okay they had a lot of injury problems like that is a hundred percent true when yeah. your top two when your best two players are like obviously combating injuries and miss more than half the season you're you're gonna have problems you know yeah, like it's not a recipe for success sure and I think everybody was just hoping that the team was deep enough to where it was going to get better uh, especially like everybody thought like oh we'll just you know. Think as soon as we get Jack Eichel, we'll we'll normalize and he'll he'll write the ship. But guy hadn't played in a while, and mm-hmm. he's still getting into it, and he just had surgery. Like that's a lot to expect from the guy. And I think I think Eichel's going to flourish better when he's forgive me bringing him up out of you know context of not hating him, but if he's you know the Evander Kane to the Drysidel mm-hmm. and. McDavid, mm-hmm. I think he's going to play a lot better. I, um, I think, yeah, I think that the I think big... if he's expected to lead scoring, uh, I just I don't know if he's going to do it. Yeah, I, honestly, I think with him, it, it, with him, it's just going to be good to have someone like, and honestly, multiple people like Petriangelo. Even I know, I know, you know, he kind of had his ups and downs, and the fan base was a little pissy at him. Sure. But he's got, I mean, he's got a good veteran presence. You look at guys like Stone and Patchetti who have been around, right? Have done it. Um, you, you can't just you can't think of I and, and maybe this is like I you have a high opinion of Eichel. I, I it's not that I don't have a high opinion of Eichel, but I just don't like in terms of game changers where one player can like McDavid, obviously. McDavid mm-hmm. can can win a game on his own. Um Pasternak can win a game on his own. Ovi can win a game on his own. I just Barkov, you know, has flashes of that. Uh, Fox, these these guys that like if they turn it on and the stars align, they can offset an entire bad team. Right. I just don't. Eichel's good, but he's. I just don't see him as that player. Right. I don't feel like he can. Like if the team's having a bad night, Eichel's just not the guy. That's like, all right, I'm going to now win this hockey game for us. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean... Like we've seen McDavid a... do so many times. Right. McKinnon, same same thing. Right. And I and again, 
Eichel's a good hockey player. I just don't, he's not, he's not Nathan McKinnon. I think Nathan McKinnon is a much better player than him. Yeah, I, I think I think the thing that he is that Michael is good at is really pulling as much as he can out of his line mates. Yeah, um, and so I think I think that's why there's almost a benefit, and, and it'll be interesting to see what Cassidy does. But um, yeah, to your point, I think I think the reason that we, Vegas really did struggle P- is pulling pulling as much as he can out of his line mates or scaring them to death. I mean, is that is that's the same thing, isn't it? <laughs> is that sugar? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, yeah, Get off that... my line if you're not going to take this seriously. <laughs> what time did you even go to bed last night? Oh my god, I would give like it, I my I would stop watching hockey because there would be no other reason to keep watching if somehow Phil Kessel makes his way onto the Colorado Avalanche. Oh god, I hope so. <laughs> oh, I hope he makes it over there. Fucking cheeseburger, Phil. <laughs> God, Did you see you the imagine? the recent interview where the guy was talking about him? Um, fucking uh, Cassidy, I think it was, got on to – not Cassidy, um, not Boudreaux. Yeah, it might have been Bruce Boudreaux. Like he was his coach. And he was like, yeah, we're getting soda out of the locker room. It feels like I'll fucking quit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dude, you just signed like a nine-year deal. He's like, I don't fucking care. It's not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! What a beauty! Yeah, just just see Phil and McKinnon just fucking stare each other down over a fucking Coca Cola. They would have to be on different lines. There's no way. Oh yeah, there's God. no fucking way. Christ's sake! Yeah, him I... shit. Phil Phil'd be like breathing hard. He's like, oh, that's because that ninth soda. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> oh shit! I would not play with McKinnon. No, oh, there's no like I can respect the fuck out of him, but there's no goddamn way in hell that I could play hockey with that guy. There's no he is probably the most uptight motherfucker. Uh, he is he is he might be like a real life, but more anal Shorzy. Like we're never gonna lose again. We're okay. never gonna lose again. Right, and and everybody's like, yeah, we're never gonna lose again. And he's just like staring at you, dead stare. Like <laughs> we are never going to lose again. I mean, I. I guess if I had to play on his team and win a Stanley Cup, I guess shit, I guess I could make that. (laughs) Yeah, but if it doesn't work out, you're like, fuck. I'm drinking soda and eating cheeseburgers all fucking summer, dude. (laughs) Wasted my, I wasted fucking eight months uh, eating fucking water and celery. (laughs) Chickpeas. Holy shit. Does everyone have their pregame celery? (laughs) God damn. Yeah, he oh, he could shit. not get along with uh, with certain players. Oh, God. Um, speaking of people not getting along with people, uh, uh, who would who would think that the most popular hockey player in the world was not faithful to his girlfriend? Mm, I just don't see it. He's I'd, he, yeah. I mean, that he level is, of Jesus. That level of money and power and skill, and he's not serious about monogamy. Mm. What a shame. It really is. God. I mean, he's no Tiger Woods, but... (laughs) (laughs) I loved the bit. Shout out to our buddy, Norm MacDonald. R.I.P., buddy. He does that... Remember that bit about Tiger Woods? Mm Mm-hmm. God damn it. Yeah, like, the percentages. Yeah, the percentages. <laughs> Statistically, Tiger is the most faithful man on the planet. 
Think about all the ones he didn't fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, think about all the ones McDavid didn't. Oh, like, oh, yeah. Uh, he could have sex with every female and probably a lot of the men in Canada. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, like, like the entire, the entire, the, he doesn't, McDavid doesn't get the key to the city in Edmonton. He gets the key to the bedroom. Ooh. Oh. Hello. Mayor just hands it off to him with a wink. <laughs> You're going to want to open this door. Connor, Connor's like, oh, thank you. Mm. Actually, no, he wouldn't. He wouldn't even laugh. He's so dead inside. <laughs> Thanks, trade. Thanks. Yes. Hopefully I get traded. Speaking of being dead inside. So after pulling off a significant underdog win against the Calgary Flames, mm. um, I God, those fl- the Flames, they just look tired. I... I think that Dallas Dallas wasn't going to win, so they just made that series as fucking long and brutal and arduous as they could, and they just looked tired. I mean, you could say the same thing about L.A. to Edmonton, though, right? I mean... No. You, no? You don't think so? I, I, that, I mean, was they, they that was high energy. That was high energy, but, like, I mean, you watch that Calgary-Dallas just... series, like, everybody's finishing their checks. Everything ah, is... I yeah. mean, like, it's just they... Tried to body. They knew they were not skilled enough, so right. they just did, they played shut down defensive bodied hockey and tried to wear them out. Yeah, and it almost worked. Fuck, it almost worked. worked. But like, and then when they finally got to a high energy team like Edmonton, where their only strength is high energy offense, I just don't. I just don't think they could. They keep were up just anymore. beat up. Huh? They were just yeah. they were overworked. Yeah. Mar- I mean, I, I that and Markstrom decided that he didn't want to play anymore. Yeah, Mark Markstrom had a fucking horrific series. It, I, you know, it, it makes it, it it sucks that that wasn't a better series. Yeah, but it was kind of fun to see Colorado sweep them. So yeah, right. So so flashing forward, um, Colorado just sweeping the fuck out of Edmonton. I, I mean, it, I think we all thought it was going to happen. Right. Like it's just. Connor, Connor can only do so much. And Leon Dreisaitl, like, shout out to whatever glue and tape company. <laughs> like, it was... Is that Howie hockey tape just sticking dude, them together? <laughs> it was pain... Like, it was... It was, like, it was pain... So painfully obvious that he was hurt and, like, being held together by fucking duct tape. And then like, he, he would... Wa- Oh, like he couldn't he he couldn't skate hard like it was he was definitely like the beer leaguer that you still invite to your beer league game because at one time he's got like he still has a hell of a shot and he has the skill but there's no endurance anymore mm-hmm. so like it would like he'd go out there for power plays but like if the puck cleared the zone he'd get off the ice because he just he couldn't <laughs> skate and fucking and okay I, I understand that playoffs are a fucking battle, and in the playoffs you give them the lumber. But, dude, like, the the videos are just painfully obvious of, like, once Colorado knew what Di- Drysaddle's injury was, they were just fucking hacking the shit out of him. <laughs> like, specifically that leg. Yeah, yeah. That, and that's like, pretty... That's hockey, but that's pretty fucked up. McKinnon himself... Like, uh, oh, hacking is fine, but, like specifically targeting targeting something that you know is hurt i understand like it's human nature you want to win it's it's almost like compulsory like this is his weakness i'm gonna go for it but 
Like McKinnon, like every time they went in the boards, like he was fucking like even <laughs> skating away, just a quick fucking hack to the back of the leg. Here's another one. <laughs> yep. It was fucking brutal. Uh, uh. so I mean you've got you've got a dry you've got a, a Leon that's operating at what, you know, maybe thirty, forty percent. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Like he wasn't even shooting, I don't think. Um, and you have Mike David, Smith between the fucking pipes. Oh my god! If if he's still the goalie next year, I I don't know what uh, you can't you can't win with this guy. Like oh, I don't Jesus. understand. Stop trying to Mike make Mike Smith happen. It's not gonna happen. Twenty two goals in four games for Colorado. I know some he's of them are so bad, shit, but like, man, I just don't, there's no there's there's nothing there's nothing. I just like look, Colorado's a better team anyway. Yeah, hundred percent. Like even even if we're not micro managing the Edmonton Oilers, Colorado's a better team, right? Like there there's there's almost no weaknesses on this team. Like even their perceived weakness of uh, Kemper going down, and then Franco's coming in. Like Franco's definitely out goalied Mike Smith. Yeah, and that's sad. Right. So I, I don't know. That's it. Just it wasn't gonna happen. I'd be curious to see if Edmonton would would have gotten maybe two games with a with a full healthy roster, but ugh, man, that was just yeah, it was just tough. brutal. Which you know, I, I like I've said before, I don't love. I, I only have really one Oilers fan that I know of that is kind of you know that I'm buddies with. Yeah. So I mean, you know, fuck him anyways, but. You know, like, I don't really care about Oilers fans at all. So no, not even this a little was, bit. It was still kind of beautiful to just have them swept. Like, you know, I, I mean, you know, McDavid, McDavid's got to be getting sick of this shit, though. He looks... Christ, he, he's he got to He honestly, like, I am genuinely upset about his mental health. He does not look happy. Oh, God. Um, Has he ever looked happy, though? Like, No, not since, not since, like, his first couple years. Hmm. Now he just looks like he's going through the motions, and and it's very clear that he's carrying the team, which sucks. God, I wonder how many how many points do you think he had this in the playoffs. I have no idea. Fucking ridiculous no amount. Idea. Fucking Leon Dreisaitl was was a fucking uh, goddamn scarecrow, and he still put up you know a point per game. Yeah, <laughs> that's fucking nuts, man. It is unreal. That is just so fucking crazy. Anyway, I it, them getting swept. I I wasn't. I thought they'd get one game maybe, but it's. I mean, I don't. I'm not surprised. It's that was that was definitely not something that. Uh, the more surprised was the fucking Rangers. Holy shit! Wait, real quick before we yep. jump over to there. You yep. said you said point per game for Drysaddle. Both him and McDavid almost. Well, so Drysaddle two points a game. Oh, fuck. McDavid just over two points a game. Jesus, Christ. that is fucking asinine. And then number three on that team, Mister Evander Kane, of course. Yeah, uh, I mean, okay, and so let's let's okay, let's dive into that real quick. So, like the two most, three most hated guys so far have been Kane, Kadri, and Bennington. Right. Uh, you might have seen my discourse on uh, on Twitter about you know like the Bennington versus Kadri. Mm-hmm. Like I I. I'm sorry. Like, I'm not... I understand that we don't like Bennington. He definitely seems like a prick. Yeah. He def, He definitely seems like that, like, rich, snobby kid that played, like... He went to every hockey camp. Oh, he definitely did. He went to Okanagan. Yeah, he went to Okanagan. Oh, he absolutely went to fucking Okanagan. Oh, yeah. He has, he he's, got, he's got... He's got... 
He still has the the practice sweater. <laughs> he was at Okanagan. He's got the shorts. He's got the Okanagan shorts. Yeah. Fucking Robbie Glantz, everything, man. Mm-hmm. He was he was there. Um, like it's 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 not hard to dislike Bennington. I get it. He's a dick. But are we because Bennington's a dick? Now we're just going to completely forget that. Like this is like one of the first playoffs in like eight years where Kadri hasn't been suspended for basically trying to kill a guy. <laughs> like, oh, oh, is that a thing now? We're gonna forget that Kadri. Oh, I stand with Kadri. Uh, he is no, matured, fucking, Chance. <laughs> fucking Kadri is a goddamn prick. Like, I have no sympathy for the guy. Like, if he fucking like that game where like they definitely got in the Blues's head and they won and he got a Hattie. Yeah. Like, but he's getting like the shit kicked out of him. It's like, yeah, yeah, that's that's just him getting a taste of his own medicine. Like, and then I said that too when when Evander hit him. Like, I don't like Evander Kane, uh, mostly because of off ice shit. Um, on the ice, I wouldn't. Evander's normally not a dirty player on the ice. It's like the one thing he doesn't do. Mm. Can I, I know he's a dick. I mean, he can be, and and he's definitely like he's he's one of those guys that just will chirp your ear off and, and sure, you want to sure. punch in his fucking face all the sure, time. Sure, but clo- closer to Brad Marchand than he is Tom Wilson. Mm, yeah, that's fair. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fair. Whereas Kadri, I think it swings in the other direction. Where yeah, like Kadri, like Yeah, he's closer to Tom. So, like, he's... Kane's more of a rat, where Kadri's more of a goon. They're both somewhere in the like they're not they're not in those categories like Kane is not Brad Marchand and Kadri is not Tom Wilson yeah they're probably right down the fucking middle of those right two, but really. they're you know they lean they lean those directions on that on that mm-hmm. scale that I just made up um so it like can't Kane be fake that's a real Kane, scale Kane fucking <laughs> <laughs> so like Kane giving him a push with a stick right into the numbers into the boards like oh how could he do that it's like you know that like. Kadri's been suspended like twice for the exact hit. <laughs> yeah, I, in I, the playoffs, I get that. Like, I uh, you just you don't like to see anybody get hurt, and I know Kadri. Like Kadri, just Kadri. I don't want to say deserves it, but like he, he kind of had some karma coming to him, right? But like, I'm, I'm gonna say he deserved it. That's goony as fuck, though. Yeah. Too. Like, oh sure, uh, absolutely. Peron Peron throwing the elbow after his fucking goal yeah. in, the, in that series. Like you know, that's I mean that's. I, it, I can look at it from both sides. Like it's, I understand. Yeah, Peron and Peron's been known to you know do some chippy shit from time to time. Oh, I would fucking. Oh yeah, Peron, Peron definitely is on the uh, Brad Marchand scale. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Um, you know he's he's more of a he's rat. A, for he's sure. kind of under the radar rat though. Oh yeah, hundred percent. He's he's that guy that like when the cameras are off looking at something else, he's gonna fucking nut tap you. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that guy. Um. So like you know, trying to hit him with an elbow, I like I get it, I understand, but like Kadri, I don't know, I just there's no no sympathy for the devil, man. And Kadri has literally like we, I think in an old episode we joked about it, like oh how many games until fucking Kadri gets suspended, <laughs> uh, and, and we laughed because it ended up happening, right? Um, you know, I I think that he's you know after like the third or fourth year of being suspended in the playoffs, he's finally learned his lesson, or at least not, I don't know, he's getting away with it. Yeah, Somehow. or he's getting away with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in any case. Um, so, look, was that a shitty hit from Kane? Yeah. Um, has it happened in the playoffs a lot already? Yeah. Yeah. Has the officiating been terrible again? Yeah. Always. It, or, okay, let's 
let's let me rephrase that because we we start by saying it's terrible and it's not ter- it's inconsistent it's always inconsistent right like some sometimes in a game it's a penalty and sometimes it's not and that's it's it's just frustrating because anytime that there's some sort of call you jump on twitter and there's 20 examples from the team who got fucked up who got fucked with of bringing up videos of the exact same play from a different game and saying this wasn't a penalty here yeah or this what like the the pick play Mm-hmm. There was a, there was a, uh, there was a in the la- in this last game seven I think or game six with the Rangers and the Tampa Bay Lightning, there was essentially the same. Uh, it wasn't as serious, but it was essentially a pick play where somebody ran into a guy that was defending the shooter, and because of that, the shooter was able to get the shot off from the point and score. Uh, very reminiscent of the call that was made against the Tavares, Maple Leafs in game Tavares, seven, right? Yeah, yeah. So. And they, and they pull that up and they go, okay. So, so, and I agree. Like, either it's not a pick play, like, either they both get penalties or they both don't get penalties. But I agree. Like, they looked very similar. You should, you got to call it. You have to call it consistently. Either that's a penalty both times or it's not a penalty both times. So, I mean, do you think, do you think in the, in the review, like back in Toronto, when they're reviewing it, do you think they look at old shit or they're just looking at that one isolated incident? I I think that when the refs call in to the Situation Room in Toronto, the cocaine-addled fucking degenerates that run that room, like, aren't even paying attention. And, like, they, their head comes up from the cocaine bucket that they were snorting. Hmm. And they go, what? Ah! Oh! And then they they played on repeat about ninety times at fifty times speed, <laughs> full volume, full volume, and uh, then they and then at the end of the day just spin a wheel. I mean, I, that sounds like a work environment that I would enjoy. So I I don't know why we're racking on it. I, to be completely honest, I have I I don't understand. Like, look, refs in the moment, I understand can make fuck ups. Yeah, like, hundred percent. They're humans. And sometimes you don't see things. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you see things from respect. But, but that's maybe the frust- most frustrating part is sending it back to Toronto is supposed to add a layer of consistency. Mm-hmm. And all it does is make shit more complicated. Right. Well, and it, like, yeah, and exactly. All it does is add a layer of like, oh, no one knows what goalie interference is. Cool. Awesome. Uh, oh, and I love how... A rule that I thought we very much knew, uh, we still do not know what a distinct kicking motion is now. That's hilarious. Dude, that goal in Game 6 by Calgary, I, I'm sorry. Like, the, it, I am not an apologist. Like, usually, like, if you get a bad call, that's part of the game, and you got to skate through it and overcome it. Mm-hmm. And if you're the championship team, you can overcome bad calls. But that's a fucking goal any day of the week. That's a horseshit call. That is so. That is that we that we should have seen a game seven. Yeah, hundred. Definitely, definitely. That was one. That was one hundred percent a goal. And I don't. I and I'm not going to be convinced otherwise. I. It's. I've seen that from every like like the offsides the Colorado Avalanche had that one. Okay, uh, I will admit that was that was uh, on upon first glance I was like oh that's definitely offsides, and then. Yeah, and then I saw the other views, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I can, I can, I see. 
I can see how from an outsider's perspective it would look like offsides, but it, it's it's not offsides. It's still a bullshit rule. Like it's it yeah, that well, one sure. that one's a bullshit rule to where sure. like technically based on the rules that are currently laid down, it's not offsides. Right. That that one's that one sucks it, for Edmonton fans, but it's because whatever. it's a delayed offsides. Right. Because he's technically not touching the puck until that Correct. guy's out of the zone. Right. So, but what is you know what 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 do you qualify as in control of the puck? Oh, I don't fucking know. It's right. literally it, two fuck? inches from his stick. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like it. It, it is basic. Oh, it's fucking. I. So whatever. Again. But no, dude. That that oh, is the a, kicking one's bad. The kicking that is that is so. Horrific! Like that might be the worst call of the playoffs. Like that is such a goal. Oh, dude! He like he's like it's a battle for the puck. His he's it's not even a motion of kicking. It's literally just his skate is the puck is already going in. Right, the puck's like, already going in. Like, his skate. We, oh yeah, oh, we have ridiculous. this rule of like when there's an empty net and the puck's heading toward it, and if somebody fucking just you know takes your fucking feet out, they call it a goal anyway because it was going to happen. Right. So we we can't do this in this particular instance too. Yeah, like I, just, I, I don't understand. Like it was going even if he made zero contact with that puck, it was still going in. Yeah, I, and and it, what's what's hilarious to me is there's not actually a kicking motion. No, there's no fucking kicking it's motion. It's just his fucking skate happens to pushing hit the, out stab is yeah, pushing striding. and happens exactly it happens to touch the puck as it's going into the net right it's just i it's funny we had a uh, a group chat at work for specifically you know nhl playoff stuff uh our edmonton fans didn't want to hear it of course oh my and God. so uh they you know the, the the couple the poor couple guys that really thought it was a kicking motion got fucking berated and i i definitely joined in Dude, you fucking oh my god! Oh boy, that is so fucking terrible. Yeah. So, yeah, but that's that's just the the life we live as hockey hockey enthusiasts. <laughs> so I mean, it's just I don't I don't know. And it, when it comes to the, and that's maybe the frustrating part is like the NHL just doesn't they're not willing to admit that there's a problem. In fact, it's quite the opposite. Like they'll they'll say that we have some of the best officiating in any sport and. If you say anything bad about our refs, we'll find you. Right. Like when if Gary Bettman could find a way to find fans for saying mean things about his refs, he would do it. We'd like, be broke. You and I would be in the fucking poorhouse. God. Honestly, he would. He would. What? What would he do? He would take my fucking viewing rights away because I can't even fucking watch the game anyways. You've already. You've already taken everything from me. <laughs> Now, now he wants my fucking. Now he wants fees. What? <laughs> this one fan's ticket prices are triple. Jesus fucking Christ! Like what an asshole. That's what he would do. He is such a prick. I don't. I. I can't. I don't know. Okay. So, anyway, I mean, I, uh, the Rangers. Huge surprise on my part. Like, I on like good kudos to them. Hell yeah! For for beating the, the Carolina Hurricanes. I honestly had the Hurricanes going really far. Um, I think a lot of people did though. So yeah. you're not alone there. Yeah. Um, it, it was just a, it's a situation again in Carolina of like, you got, you, you need your stars to take that next step to become superstars. Like you can't just have Aho and, uh, Tivu and who's the other guy? Um, uh, Tivu Teravainen and Niederreiter, kind of Svechnikov. There you go. Svechnikov. Like, they're good, but but they need, in the playoffs they need to take that next step to great. True, 
It's very true. And 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 that's been a problem. Like they didn't have bad series. They just no, there was no it, there just wasn't a lot of star power coming from the Carolina Hurricanes. And when you combine that with, I mean, bringing in a third string goalie, like yeah, it makes it tough. You're you you have your third string AHL goalie facing off against arguably the best goaltender in the playoffs, if not the third best in the world. Yeah, I'd, I'd put him top three in the world. Yeah, I would say he's top three in the world. And in the playoffs, I mean, uh, it's it's hard to say with Ottinger going out in the first round, but, I mean, he's up there with Vasilevsky and Ottinger. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it, tough. Honestly, Jack Adams should have gone to Gerard Gallant. I don't know how the fuck it didn't. Um, but, yeah, he fucking – I mean, that, that team, that team looked really good, and they came out really yep. hot against Tampa the first two. There, um, that team is going to be really, as soon as because New York's got money. Man. Oh yeah, that, that's a team that's not afraid to spend the cap, and uh, all it needs is to tweak a few things, get rid of some dead weight. Like this is this is a rebuilding team. This is a rebuilding team that made it to the conference finals. Yeah, I mean, you know, and it's not. This isn't a fluke like Montreal, where where I expect New York to be in last place next year. Like they're only going to get better. Well, and it's crazy because one of their best lines was a bunch of kids who don't need yeah. a contract for another year or two, right? right. Like, um, you know, fuck. Yeah, they, they, they really, they're kind of built right now. I think they could probably, especially if they want to push next year, right? Like, I think yeah. with as far as they went this year, I think they got to look towards the back end a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh, bring, so, in, bring in, you know, Ben Sherrod or something. Oh, God. <laughs> so, you know, you know how, like, fans love to will something into existence? Uh-huh. Uh, Red Wings Twitter is now trying to convince itself that we need to take a run at Capo Caco because Gallant benched him in Game 6. I mean, they just signed Kravstov to a one-year, so Caco's probably on the board for, like, you know, a seventh-round pick. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, well, it's fuck. Hey, man, if if Steve Eiserman calls, we're gonna we're gonna get him and a pick, and it, you're gonna and you're gonna like it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, <laughs> this is happening. I I just sent it into the league, and they're accepting it. So right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, Stevie, uh, I just got got this this trade, not request, but like finalization. <laughs> did you confirmation? Forge my sign- yeah, like did you forge my sign? No, you signed that. No, remember last night. Yeah, it's a, it says I'm giving you Capo Caco a second round pick for future considerations. Yeah, that's a pretty good trade. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, and you're going to like it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and you are very ecstatic about this trade. I'll see you at the mixer later. Yep. Peace out, man. Uh yeah, that's uh so but no, that team that team's going to be great. I I I don't know if Caco is I wouldn't I don't know how old is the kid? fucking Not 20 maybe 20 oh my god anybody who says that he's a bust is out of their minds they were saying that shit about jack hughes jesus christ like, give him give the guy some fucking time these kids aren't even they're not even 24 years old it's ridiculous dude it's honestly it blows my mind it's just twitter twitter is so toxic dude twitter is the worst it's so toxic twitter is a cult <laughs> and it's just fucking terrible it's literally like whenever i think of just like this group of evil people just kind of bringing their own like i just hear this like wah yeah and that's twitter to me like it's just a yep. fucking like yep <laughs> fucking brutal fucking dude. black mass shit yep. <laughs> exactly that's exactly what it is yep that's uh, that's basically right um okay so i mean kudos to the rangers they they you know puncher's chance against you know a good team 
Tampa, Tampa. There's not much to talk about Tampa. Tampa's playing like they have the past do. three years. Yeah, yeah they, this is what they do. They they are playing like they have been there and done that, and they have. And uh, for the Stanley Cup final, fuck man, uh, shit. I, I mean, it's the battle of the titans. You know, like I don't. I don't think that we expected Avalanche, definitely, but Tampa, I don't know. I think a lot of people counted them out as, you know, I think they were finally done. Right. Um, especially with strong teams making it like Florida and Carolina. Right. Um, you know, I, I think that a lot of people had them there. Uh, but now that they're playing like they normally do and they're all firing on all cylinders and Vasilevsky's playing like the best goalie in the world, uh, fuck, man, this is going to be a battle of the titans. It's crazy. I honestly like. I'm just. I really want Colorado to win. I know. Talking with our St. Louis expert. Yep. Um. I don't want the three peat. I just. I can't no. do it. I know a couple Tampa fans. I just don't want it. Nope. Um. You know. I like them as people, but I don't want them to be super happy. No. No. I'm. They've. They've had two cups in a row. Yeah. Fuck them. Um. Seriously. Fuck them. Like. I mean. I'm. I'm the OG. Tampa hater uh, because they just can't stop just obliterating my Red Wings uh. um, in every in every meeting, like almost every meeting. Like it, it was some ridiculous stat. Like I think Red Wings finally won one game this year against them, and it was like the first time in twelve years. Wasn't that like eight seven game or something? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it was and it was like it, it was like the most ridiculous stat ever. Like they had Red Wings have not beaten the Tampa Bay Lightning since twenty twelve, and you're like, fuck my life. <laughs> Uh, oh god damn it uh we've so, gone yeah. through like three plagues since then yeah so it's something <laughs> ridiculous so um yeah i'm i it's it's but as a red wings fan also it's hard for me to root for the avalanche even though that rivalry is non-existent anymore mm-hmm. um it you know it's it's still there it lingers um but but i i have to separate myself from that because there are like old og red wings fans that still hate the blackhawks oh, and yeah. i'm like what are you I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't, I don't understand. I don't, I don't understand that. Like, throughout my entire life as being a Red Wings fan, like early year, like the Tony Amante, Nikolai Javi Bullen years, where Chicago wasn't even taken seriously. So, um, during my lifetime, the Blackhawks were never major rivals with the Detroit Red Wings. I mean, at some point, like if you, if you know, if you're cheering for a, an original six team, right? Like, don't you just hate everybody? Like, yeah, eventually, yeah. Just, I mean, you kind of hate every other team. I don't know. Yeah, I still. I mean, I think most of, like, Avalanche are still there to a degree because um, the fingerprints of those old teams are still there with Sackick. Mm, um, yeah, that's fair. I don't know Pittsburgh even like Pittsburgh and Detroit really had some heated stuff in the you know oh eight oh nine ten eleven while the Red Wings were still good and then the Red Wings kind of petered out so then the rivalry went away. But um, and plus you can't, you know, like five different teams think their main rival is Pittsburgh. So, yeah, that's fair. I think I'm, that's even my rival. <laughs> just me. You're, you're, you're just you. <laughs> that's fair. Um, yeah, I, uh, fuck this. This one's hard. Um, this one's really tough to pick. I, it's, it's, it's on paper. The avalanche are the better team by a bit. Mm hmm. But, man, uh, we're in the playoffs now where a veteran presence is really important. Mm-hmm. And this fucking, like, Corey Perry is playing, I hate the guy, but fuck, he's playing great. Right. He's playing out of his fucking mind. Yep. Pat Maroon is playing like he was on the Blues. 
Like, the, again, Vasilevsky, he's playing like he's the best goalie in the world. Stamkos looks like he's fucking 10 years younger. Like, ever, the stars are fucking aligning for this team. They might even get point back, sounds like. Fuck. Yeah, it's just, I honestly, like, you look... Cooch is playing good. Like, I, it's, I'm not saying that the Avalanche aren't up to the task. They're really good. They've, I, th- I mean, they've dummied... A great, okay, that's the one argument, and then I'll shut up. That's the one argument you can make is that the Avalanche have had a pretty easy walk to the final. Mm. Thoughts? It, the, come on, Predators? Sorry, sorry, Predators fans who listens to our show. Um, not, I mean, he, they played, they played Roman Yossi. True. You know that was that was about it. Yeah, that's an, uh, e- that's an easy one. That's an easy one. Uh, the Blues, I think, were as I I mentioned in the last episode, like. If there was a style of hockey that could counter the Colorado Avalanche, it was the style of hockey that the Blues play. Mm-hmm. But when you lose goaltending, you were going to go down. I, I honestly do think that series might have went to seven if Binger stayed. If they could have kept getting consistent goaltending because the Blues play hard and fast hockey. Hard and tough hockey, rather. Yeah. But, I mean, it went to six, so it's not, you know, one one extra game I don't think is too Yeah, too but much to I ask, mean... But. When Binger goes down, like, Huso came in in what, game five? Yes. And I just believe. got absolutely fucking lit up. Yeah. And then, and then, the, and then game six just wasn't even, like, why'd we even turn it on? Yeah. I, I yeah, I, I, I don't disagree with that. I think Colorado still would have came out on top. And I, I don't think. I, I agree. I just, I, I don't know. I think that that was. That was the biggest challenge because once they got to Edmonton, like you, you had a very even even a healthy Edmonton is a very flawed team, right? And then you played a very flawed, unhealthy Edmonton team, like especially when, like when fuck when Kadri, when Kane, Kane got suspended in Game Three, it's like oh well, this is definitely over. Yeah, like, yeah. There goes your secondary scoring. You're not getting it from Ryan Nugent Hopkins, right? A- AKA the laundry man because he keeps throwing it into the fucking sweater. <laughs> God, I swear he looked like me out there, <laughs> just just throwing it right into the chest. Mm. Give him the spin cycle, huh? Oh yeah, absolutely. Send his send his jersey to the dry cleaners. And it, yeah, and I think I think on another like another side of that too. Like I, I'm all for, and you could see real quick in that Rangers Tampa series, like. Tampa sweeping Florida and then walking into New York, they were rusty. Like they they were the rusty team. So different style of hockey. Uh, right. The Rangers. The Rangers were more to me. The Rangers are more comparable to the Blues. You know where it's they're gonna they're gonna body you up because they know that the speed isn't there. Right. Like if you try to and that see that's why Florida lost. Florida tried to just beat Tampa at their own game and they got dummy. Right. It happens. Yeah, I I just I think like for me just looking at it, I think Colorado and watching their games, like I know they've had a little bit easier of a time. I you know just just team wise, I think. Um, but God, they are deep. Uh, they're 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 they six are. deep on the back. I, they're they're realistically twelve deep on the front. Um, I think they're really, you know, their only question mark really is, you know, can can you get anywhere close to the world class goaltending out of Kemper? That you get from Vasilevsky every single game, and I think I think that's where it's you know you've got you've got arguably the best defenseman in the league. Oh yeah, on your team, like yeah, Macar it's not is even stupid. like Ke- Makar is just 
He's so good. You're stupid. He's so good. You know, and I think I mean you, you look at even their third deep their third deep pair is I think the Johnsons. Um Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's 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 some vet presence on the back, you know, third pair. So I think I think when it comes down to it, I think, you know, obviously Tampa has the benefit in net. Um, you know, maybe maybe not as much as some of these other series. Uh, but you know, and then you kind of go to their D. I think, I think realistically, you got to give it to Colorado just barely. And then you, you know, you go forwards, and um, man, it'll be interesting to see just with how hot that fourth line's been with you know with Perry and Maroon and stuff. So, oh yeah, uh, well, yeah. I, in it'll, every it'll category, good. in every category on paper, the Avs are slightly better. Minus goalie. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, and but even then though, I mean, if Kemper's on his game, he's he's not better than Vasilevsky, but he's good enough. Yeah, he can. I mean, he can he can stand on his head. So he's he's good enough. Um, the guy is he's just got to stay healthy, which has always been his problem. Yeah. So I honestly like I. I I want to. I'm going to give it to Colorado just because that's who I want to win, because I think it's so damn close. Uh, but I think I think there's a very very good chance that Tampa is going to three peat just based on especially when they get point back. It's just going to be stupid. So I I think God, it's hard it's it's hard to look at it. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna say fuck. That's it's so tough. I I, I it's I think it's going to seven. Yeah, I think it's I think it's got to go to seven. It's going to seven. There's there's no way around it. Um, I think that the first game in Colorado, um, it's very possible that Tampa takes game one. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I'd probably I'd probably take some some underdog money on that and bet that game on Tampa. Um, not only one because they just got out of a you know a longer series and a little fresher, but also the experience is there. Like. We're, we're, this is not the regular season where experience is actually like a drain and you know the guys that have been playing for t- 15 years they're hard to have motivation on game 64 yeah you know whereas you know a young guy he he's just happy to be there and he's going to play hard every night um we're in the playoffs now where the veteran presence means a lot and uh it while while Colorado looks like a juggernaut and they look good there's still not a winning culture there that 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 group has not won together. That is true. A lot of lot of heartbreak, a lot of heartbreak in that group. And I think it just you know a lot of it does kind of fall onto. Are they going to get Kadri back? Right. Like yeah. I think I think Kadri. You know, as much as as much as we love, everyone loves to hate him. Fuck, he solidifies that second center role on that yeah, team. He's good. You know, he's and good. it it, it gives yeah. them a very nice top six. Whereas. Yep. Uh, I mean, Daily Faceoff has Miko Rantanen in the middle on that second line right now, which is just a little scary. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, yeah, I definitely think it'll be interesting. You know, Kadri's obviously the big name to follow to see if he's healthy enough. Uh, but yeah, fuck, I, I just and I think I think it depends. Uh, oh, let's see. This one says they might not get him back at all for the series. Okay. Yeah, that makes it that makes it tough, and I think, I think that definitely helps. I mean, clearly it helps Tampa. (laughs) Clearly, 
clearly, uh, you know, Evander Kane should be getting some money from fucking <laughs> the Tampa Bay Lightning uh, for something. Maybe they maybe they sign him next year as a. You would thank think, you. right? Yeah, maybe. So we'll yeah, see. I gotta go. I gotta go with Colorado, and it's just because I got a couple good old boys. My one of my my favorite player, Andrew Cogliano, is on the team. So um, gotcha. I can't not root for Colorado. So I just gotta stick with my guns. I'll uh I'll go with that logic too. As much as I hate to say it, because uh uh all all star and Stanley Cup champion Darren Helm is on the team. Hey, so. there you go. Gotta, hey man, gotta root for Darren Helm. Love that shit. Uh, other than yeah, I I think that's about it. That you know, as much as I as much as I think Nathan McKinnon's a prick. Um. Uh, yeah, I think that that's I think that's what I'm gonna have to go with. Well, we gotta switch the Stanley Cup winner up. I'm just sick of seeing the blue and white. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I can't can't see fucking Tampa winning one. Come on, dude. I'm over it. Ugh. This isn't the '80s where teams win it four years in a row. Yeah, Come on, it's bullshit. This is this is fucking 2022. Mm-hmm. Damn it. Um, so uh, I, I kind of want to loop back to one of the first things we talked about early on. I know we hit on a couple coaches, but now there's a few teams out there still looking for coaches. Yeah, and the list is shrinking a little bit. Um, uh, not Bruce Boudreau, but our our buddy from Why am I forgetting his name from the Barry. island? Barry Trotz. Um, it sounds like Barry's been linked with Winnipeg. Yeah, that's the most I've heard. Um, God, I just don't know if he's going to... I mean, obviously they're going to get better, but I think there's a lot of flaws on that team. They need some D. I don't know yeah. where... Like, they, they I, need to it, find some defense. Maybe they're hoping that Trotz comes in and, and strengthens that up? Uh, like, maybe? St- I mean, sure, but you still... you got to bring in somebody on that back end. There's just nobody back there. Yeah, I, I I couldn't agree with you more, but I I maybe bringing in maybe bringing him in kind of just like they're thinking like okay he can make all of our our sh- mediocre defensemen not so mediocre. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I get I, that play. I, I can't. There there are very few teams that I think he's a bad fit on. Right. So I, uh, I mean, it's you know it's not a bad thing. I just I don't know. I be a it's a boring pick. Like he goes there and. Winnipeg becomes a, you know, a, a borderline bubble team. Yeah. Instead of a clear cut out. It's just it's very interesting that the, and I think I I wonder if this is kind of what's holding it up a little bit is uh, like Shifley's contract right so they're they're trying to see if they, he's going to come back. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Blake, Blake Wheeler's getting old. You yeah. know, like are are we are we really like. And under Barry Trotz, you're not getting 40 goals from Kyle Connor again, right? So, like, you know, are are we are we looking at a rebuild? Are we looking, you know, because you're obviously not going to pay big money for a guy like Barry Trotz to to essentially rebuild, right? Um, so right. you you right. have to have Shifley. Um, you know, Wheeler's probably still there, but I'd love to see what his his contract is. You're uh, building your team around Shifley and and Kyle Connor and Kyle Connor, and and I think Nikolai Ehlers kind of. Came out of his shell a little bit this last year too. He just gets hurt. Oh, and your goalie, of course. Oh, that that one guy. Yeah, um, that one fellow. But I, you know, I think if they can't if they can't sign Shifley, like I, I think they honestly need to. And that's probably why we're at this this point right now is Shifley's waiting to see who they bring in as a coach, 
and the coach is waiting to see if they can sign Shifley. Right. <laughs> you know I mean? And, and, and Shifley is kind of tired of, like, playing in a town that doesn't have an airport. Well, I mean, that's, you know, not great. <laughs> Where do they fly out of that? I don't fly. I have no yeah. fucking idea. Yeah. I don't know. And I don't even know if that's accurate. I just, I that's that's the joke. That's that the feel Winnipeg, you get. Yeah, Winnipeg doesn't have an airport. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, I, so there's, there's that going around. Um... You know, rumors, uh, Babcock's been linked to some things, yeah. uh, which I hate. Yeah. I hate that. Um, you know, Quinville is technically still available. Has has enough time gone by where we have forgotten his sins? Um, I, I mean, I think it's naive to think that Quinville will never coach in the league again. He's too good. Yeah. And while while he did a bad thing, he did what he was paid to do, which is be a dick and ignore the situation. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know. Um, it's, what, it, what are they saying on Shorzy? They don't ask how, they ask how many? Mm-hmm. Yep. There you go. Yep. Never, and, never and, losing and that's, again. And, right. right. <laughs> he comes in. We're never losing again. Okay. All right. All right. All right, Q. Six Q, yeah. Um, Pete DeBoer is still available. Yep, yep. Um, so you've and and there's a lot of teams with vacancies. Uh, if it doesn't sound like Andrew Burnett gets re-signed in Florida, which is, I mean, it's a very strange situation because he was technically an interim coach, and he's got a great roster. But they did win the President's Trophy. Yeah, and they did get you know a playoff win for the first time since like '97. Right. So like I mean they're you know it's not it's not what it was expected of them, but but it's progress. Like it's, sure, it, if I'm Andrew Burnett, I go like why why am I at least not getting another shot? Oh, I'm sure he's getting an interview. Sure, but like if he doesn't get it, like maybe you know like maybe he gets relegated to an you know assistant coach role again because they want to bring in I don't know fuck if I was if I was Florida just just. Just hire Coach Q. Just get Q back. <laughs> I was going to say that. No, but pretend he was never on the team in the first place. Hey, uh, welcome to Florida. Welcome to Sunrise. Stanley Cup winning with the Chicago Blackhawks coach John uh, uh, fucking Quinville. Quinville. <laughs> uh, welcome to Florida. It's like I was, was here Guys, six months ago. Do you, do you remember when you fired me? No. No, no I don't remember no, that, remember actually. Yourself. Never happened. <laughs> you retired for a year yeah that sounds right uh, no I, yeah. I i honestly I, I think i think with florida gosh i i would just the the only reason i wouldn't bring back burnett and i think president's trophy obviously yes but they they kind of have a stacked roster to begin with but uh man you you, you want to beat tampa that's literally why you have a team is you have to beat tampa you have, you have, there's, there's no way you get to the cup without beating Tampa. It's going through Tampa, most likely for the next yep. fucking five years, probably. Right. So, I mean, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I mean, that's the thing is like, you couldn't pick up one win. You didn't change your power play around. You, you know, like just for me, like, I don't know. I, I would, if I'm management there, I would be very concerned that I couldn't pick up one win against Tampa. I, I would have picked up a 2-1 or, a, you know, fucking 1-0 win in overtime. And, I, you know, and, and I would have at least been a little like, oh, okay, you know, it, he can beat them, right? Like, 
Right. Um, so I, I think that's where I'm a little bit concerned with bringing him back. But I, I think you're right. I think he's he's probably going to get some sort of little bridge contract, I would assume. Um, yep. You know, just with winning the President's Trophy, that does hold some weight. So. I agree. I agree. I, I think that it's, it would be rude not to at least give him another shot. So we'll see how it goes. Um, betting odds right now have Sergei Fedorov as the uh, head coach for the Red Wings. Holy shit, dude. Yeah. God damn. I'm all about it. Yeah. I'm all about it. Bring him and, in. Uh, that would be. Sergei, Fedor- Sergei Fedorov working under his old captain. That's pretty funny. Ugh. And Lind- Lindstrom there running the D. Man, I. You guys are fucked. Feeling vibes, huh? You're getting a little teary-eyed. Oh. Oh. Getting a little misty. Getting the gang back together. And then, and then our great, you know, like, we've got rookies that are coming. Fuck. Uh, not to brag, but the Edmonton Oil Kings just won the uh, WHL Ed uh, Chinowith Cup. And uh, they were led there by the most, you know, highest save percentage and shutouts by a goalie with uh, Mr. Casa. Yeah, he's he's looking good. He's looking real good. I think they're going to win the Memorial Cup too. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's. I mean, that's a good pickup. That's the Canadian. He's the. Uh, he was the Canadian U twenty kid, right? He's the stud on there. I think so. Yeah. yeah I think so. Yeah. He's. He's pretty fucking good. Yep. Well, I think that's. Uh, I mean, there, I think there's a couple more teams that need coaches, but fuck them. Yeah, who really cares? Honestly, my Ducks didn't fire the fucking shitty coach that we have, so I don't really care. Fucking, and somehow fucking Hackstall's still in Seattle, so. <laughs> yeah, my my two teams right now are just, I really, you know, love them. Love next year. It's going to be so mm-hmm. fun. So we'd love to talk to some about some cracking shit, but there's just there's nothing to talk about. They signed some kid from fucking... Austria or something. That's cool. Ooh, wow. Yeah, super cool. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe maybe he's the next Michael Grabner. Don't you dare. Don't you tease me with that. Don't give me hope. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you dare. I would love to see a Michael Grabner. Oh. What's the guy's put guy puts up twenty five goals by just taking one to the shins and going on breakaways? Fuck yeah, it's like uh Luis Mendoza from Mighty Dogs. Yes. <laughs> can't fucking stop but he's gonna bury it dude he's so fucking i i love that just put him out on the peak they always put him out on the pk because he was so good at taking it to the shins <laughs> uh michael the shins grabner i think is actually mm-hmm. what it was god damn it the guy looks like he just got out of prison he's just tatted up good for him i wonder what he's doing these days uh i think he's still down in arizona interesting maybe let me see uh, i follow him on twitter Grabner Grabs Oh boy Grabs Of course he is Let's see How about Michael Grabs Why don't you just google What is Michael Grabner doing nowadays What is what is he doing this right At this right at this moment Literally the top thing is What is Michael Grabner doing now uh, proud dad and husband NFA so disregard what I say I don't know what that means but mm. Arizona USA placed on waivers in October 2020 mm. never got never got claimed huh? doesn't look like it that's the way it goes yeah I don't know he's I don't know if this is Grabner or not there's a lot of weird fucking things on here 
Just go down the rabbit hole later. You'll be all right. Yeah, I'll figure it out. All right. I think we I think we hit on about everything, right? Yeah, I think we're that's a podcast right there, bud. Yeah, I think next episode we're gonna need to do our uh, we're gonna need to draft. Yeah, and definitely go through. Uh, we should have all of the awards from this year in, right? Yep. Yep. So. We already know that. We already know. We already know that the Calder is going too. So Michael Bunting. Oh my god. Probably Bunting. Don't. don't Kid, uh, he won't be. be able to. He won't be able to make it that night. You know they hold the awards at like nine or ten o'clock at night. Oh yeah, he's got fucking bingo night, dude. That's he's not gonna be able to make that. Nah, he's got. He's got to take his warm milk and go to bed. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking. He's he's way too old for that shit. <laughs> you know his house smells like mung beans. Oh, mothballs. Yes, mothballs. <laughs> mothballs, absolutely. <laughs> fuck god damn it all right oh, that's shit. it let's get out of here thanks for listening everybody uh we'll uh we'll 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 send out another episode sometime yeah in the future mm-hmm. most likely all right bye everyone bye